It's Dorothy here from Living Victorious, Transform Your Life podcast. Today my topic is, God does not need help. Yes, God does not need help. This came to my realization when I was talking to somebody. And they said to me, I go to these particular places to meet with these particular people so that I can be in the area amongst them. And through that, I learn things and I know things. I pick up things. And that's how I get to do business. That's how I get to find out what needs to be done and what kind of services to to provide. But then I heard something in my spirit. God does not need help. Why? Because God knows everything. God sees everything. God does not need our human knowledge, our human abilities to do what he needs to do. God knows it all. But what actually happens is that the enemy tries to pull us into situations and circumstances that for years or long periods of time we have learned to follow. That we That is the process. We stay around friends who we know we should not be around or we have been around those friends for long periods of time hoping that they will throw crumbs our way. But in reality, they never do. And the enemy knows this. But somehow, we are tempted. Our eyes get clouded. And even though we're in Christ, we still feel that we need to be around these people because on the outset, on on the outlook, they look successful. Everything seems to be working out for them. And we're just hoping that by being around them, we will gain something. We forget completely in those situations that we have a God who knows everything, sees everything. Not only does he know and see everything, he planned our lives before we were ever formed in our mother's womb. He knew us. The Bible says that every day of our lives, he has written already from beginning to end when there was yet nothing. This same God tells us that he planned for us. He purposed for us. He gave us our gift and our talents. And then he wrote the life and the opportunities that we need to go through in order to arrive at the place of of the destination that he prepared for us. But instead, the enemy tries to deceive us. That it is the knowledge that we acquire by going to certain places, being around certain people. That's how we're going to do it. Whatever we gain from those situations is limited. 
It can never compare with what information that God can give us. I often get reminded in these situations what Paul said, that having begun in the spirit, do you now continue in the flesh? Because that's what many of us do. God gives us an idea or God calls us aside for something and shows us something in the spirit. And then we pick it up and we want to run with it in the ability of the flesh. God does not need that help. Many of us sometimes rely on our university education or the abilities that we've picked up on the streets over the years or things that we've learned at work and we think that that's what's going to get us where we need to be or that's what's going to fulfill us. That never fulfills. The story that God brought to mind was about Moses. Moses grew up in Pharaoh's palace. He grew up in Pharaoh's palace. But we are told that at a certain point in his life, he now knew that God somehow was going to use him for his people Israel. And he killed an Egyptian because of an Israelite. And being that he was received in a bad way by some other Israelites, he ran away. He got scared and he ran away. And I have often thought that that was a bad thing. I have often thought that Oh, Moses, Moses wasted 40 years of his life because he left at the age of 40 and about 80. That's when God was able to use him or whatever age that was. But he had spent about 40 years outside of Egypt in the back somewhere in what I call the wilderness. And it seemed that what he had done making that decision to run out into the wilderness had cost him God's calling for 40 years. Let's just take a moment to flip that around. What if God was always going to separate Moses and have Moses get cleansed of all that he had learned in the palace? all that he had learned on his human abilities because that's what he learned in the palace. Why didn't God use him right away then if God needed his help of what he had learned in the palace? Could it be that what he knew was a limitation and that God uses that situation to separate him and get him completely cleansed from what he already knew, from the ways that he knew. So that in for by 40 years, when God says, Moses, I am going to send you to the people of Israel, to my people, to deliver them from Egypt. Moses says, Lord, don't send me because I cannot speak. 
at that moment, Moses demonstrates that what he had learned, the abilities that he could stand on, he had lost all that and God completely had to guide him. He had to rely on God. For us, what does that mean today? It means that we need to look to God. Let's stop allowing the enemy drag us back into situations and circumstances where he dangles fruits and things and success in front of us and we think that that's what's going to get us the success and fulfillment that we need. It is only God who knows everything. And he is the one that can guide us. That's why he put his spirit in us so that we can live. The Bible tells us that it is the spirit of God that reveals to us what God has planned and purposed for us. Again, when we look at the New Testament, we see God take Paul, who was originally Saul, who persecuted the Christians, early Christians. And God calls him aside and then sets him away. Paul tells us what he learned. He did not learn from any of the disciples or from anyone. Why didn't God put him in the midst of the disciples and say, okay, let him learn from the disciples? No, but God calls him aside and takes him away to a a place of solitude and teaches him and teaches him how to hear from God so that he separates him so that all that he learned and Paul tells us everything that he learned all the the knowledge that he had was all dung compared to what the Lord taught him. He ended up writing majority of the New Testament. Friends, let's not rely on our human abilities. Let's not be deceived by the enemy. Let's not look to places, people who we know. And if we just take a moment to think about it, we've been around them for a long time. We've been around situations and circumstances like that for a long time. And it doesn't profit us anything. Instead, it draws us away from God most of the time. But we're deceived to think that we're going to gain something there. But there is nothing greater than the guidance of the Holy Spirit and relying on the Holy Spirit. If we are to go to such situations and learn anything from such circumstances, the Lord will tell us. 
But for us to go into situations and circumstances like that or think that, oh, I'll get this education, I'll get this and I'll do this and I'll do this so that I can have the knowledge to be successful. I can have the knowledge to know what to do. Does not give us the life that God has purposed and planned for us. It is God that we need to run to. We need to go to, to get what we need. It is God that teaches us, that leads us. The Bible tells us that those who are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. By the way, there's nothing wrong with gaining an education. There's nothing wrong with continuous learning. But when we think that it is that that is going to give us the destiny that we need, that is where it fails. Because you don't need any of those things if you are being led by God. And if you need them, the Lord will guide you. He will lead you. He will show you the way to go. So today, my message is simple. Having begun in the Spirit, by hearing from God, by seeking God, remain in the Spirit. Remain walking in the Spirit and not in the flesh. Let me share a scripture with you. Philippians 2.13 And in the Amplified Version it says, For it is not your strength, but it is God who is effectively at work in you, both to will and to work. That is strengthening energizing and creating in you the longing and the ability to fulfill your purpose for his good pleasure. In the NIV, it says, for it is God who works in you to will and to act in order to fulfill his purpose. I hope this short message has been a blessing to you. Take care. Bye-bye.